Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Alzheimer's Speaks Radio. I'm your host and founder of Alzheimer's Speaks, Lori LeBay. It's a gorgeous day here in Minnesota. I don't know what it's like for you, but uh, we've got a nice, cool, brisk breeze, but uh, the skies are blue, and I'm just absolutely loving this weather. Um, For those of you that are new to our show, I'm just going to explain a little bit about Alzheimer's Speaks. Um, Basically, we're an advocacy-based company providing multiple platforms to shift our dementia care culture from crisis to comfort around the world. And the reason I started this company was because my mother was dealing with dementia for uh, 30 years of her life. That's more than half of mine. And I just felt that we really needed to learn how to join forces and share knowledge and and have the everyday conversations about dementia like we're going to have today. I, I truly believe that's the only way that we can remove the stigmas attached to memory loss and help those living with the disease continue to live with purpose and engage life um, on a whole. And together, I know that we're making a difference in terms of removing the myths and stigmas and, and the isolation that's created by this disease because we were recognized by ShareCare and Dr. Oz as the number one influencer online for Alzheimer's. And you know what? I can't take credit for that. That's all of you. That's all of our listeners. You taking just a few seconds to like us, to share us, to push this information out to your sphere, your family, your friends, your your Google circles, your Facebook buddies, your LinkedIn colleagues. Huge, huge impact. We have a wealth of information on Alzheimer's Speaks, and we want you to share it. We develop it free um, for the public. Uh, We just feel that it's critical um, that we share this knowledge for people, and uh, we'd love you to take part in that. Um, And again, I want to thank you so much for for helping us raise awareness and make a difference in people's lives. Before I introduce our guest today, who I'm very excited to have with us, um, she is a a young gal um, still in high school and in Girl Scouts doing some incredible work. But before I introduce Evelyn formally, I'd just like to give a shout out to a few, I think, really important organizations that not everybody knows about. The first is a is a program called the Purple Angel Project, and this is the new global symbol for dementia. Anybody can use this symbol. All you have to do is go to alzheimerspeaks.com, go to our About page, and then click on the Purple Angel tab. There you'll find all the information in the history um, regarding this beautiful uh, symbol, which is a, 
a purple globe and a purple angel. It was designed and developed by Norms McNamara and Jane Moore over in the UK, and they have freely shared that with the rest of the world. We want this symbol to be as well known and as well as accepted as the pink ribbon is for breast cancer, and there's absolutely no reason we can't do that. So go to alzheimerspeaks.com, go to our About page, and then click on the Purple Angel. All you have to do is read the poster there, and then you can go ahead and download the Purple Angel, and you can use that on your Facebook page, in your emails, on your marketing materials. It's not about having all the answers. It's about becoming aware and allowing others to become aware by asking the simple question, what's that symbol? You are having a huge, huge impact. So we look forward to you uh, joining our mission for that. Also, many people dealing with uh, Alzheimer's and dementia are looking for support. And a couple of great organizations would be the Alzheimer's Disease International uh, organization. They are the organization of all the Alzheimer's associations around the world. So if you're looking for one close to you, you can not only find uh, that location, but you'll also be able to find global information, and there's some amazing work being done. And Mark Wortman, the Executive Director of Alzheimer's Disease International, will be with us on Monday to talk about a new research study about reducing uh, your chances of getting dementia. Uh, another great organization is the Alzheimer's Research and Prevention Foundation. Um, their mission is really one of being more holistic. So they're looking at uh, diet and exercise and meditation. They have a lot of great uh, educational information, uh, do some webinars and teleseminars and so forth. Um, and I would encourage you to even sign up for their newsletter as well. And then many people are dealing with specific types of dementia, you know, and there are many, many different types. Um, so check out, if you're dealing with Lewy body or frontal temporal lobe or aphasia, check out those national organizations. A wealth of information is, to, is there to be had. Um, if you're looking for a wonderful uh, home health care agency, HealthStar, uh, I've just been amazed with them. They're here in Minnesota and in, in a couple other states as well, um, but they are just doing amazing work. They have uh, done their due diligence. They've become what they call Alzheimer's whispers through their training. They were out at our state fair. They um, actually did over 2,200 memory screenings in the public at our state fair and talked with, I believe it was close to like um, 12 or 14,000 people about dementia. And this wasn't just handing them uh, a brochure. This was having a conversation about the disease. Um, I was part of it and it was just a beautiful thing to see. Uh, I also um, am alerting people to Alzheimer's Music Connect. They have done a lot of research regarding the effects of music and how it can be positively used 
used with those with dementia. And they're going to be rolling out just a fabulous holiday CD um, that I'll be announcing when that happens. But it'll be in the next week or week or two. Um, so check out Alzheimer's Music Connect. And then uh, sometimes people just like to sit and do some puzzles. And Jane Snyder um, had a parent with the disease, and she developed a great puzzle that has less pieces, smaller, and more age-appropriate. So uh, check out Puzzle With Me. And then another friend of mine, James Creasy, um, and his family, uh, due to their dad's disease, developed Jiminy Wicket, which is an intergenerational croquet game that can be done with families or it can be done with junior high and high school kids and, uh, uh, you know, memory loss communities. Uh, So he's brought that into the school systems in some um, areas, and it's just been absolutely a fabulous, fabulous uh, thing to be able to see and watch. So let me go ahead and introduce Evelyn Jackson. She is a senior at Roswell High School, and she's been a competitive um, gymnast for 10 years, and she's been a Girl Scout for 11 Currently, she's working on her gold award, which is the highest award in uh, Girl Scouting. So that's that's pretty exciting. I think it's kind of equivalent to um, the Eagle Scout uh, for the Boy Scouts. Her project um, that she's addressing is... Um, focused on the Alzheimer's and dementia community, and her hope is to teach people the importance along with the process of making what she calls an identity book. And this is a simple photo album that can be used as a resource throughout all stages of the disease. So welcome, Evelyn. How are you today? Hi, Lori. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm really excited to have you on the show because I just think this is absolutely um, a fabulous, fabulous project. And um, I'm always just so excited to see uh, our youth um, get involved and, and understand and in addition, you know, you're trying to add to the resource pool for those in need. Can I ask you up front, um, were, has your family been touched with somebody with dementia? Or how did you, how did you decide to, to pick this as your project? Actually, nobody um, in my family has personally had dementia. But this all kind of started... About five years ago, I started working on my silver award for Girl Scouts, which was um, in about seventh grade, and I was told to find an issue that meant a lot to me, and I was only 13 at the time, so this kind of stumped me. I didn't really know what to do. Um, My mom gave me the book Still Alice, and I read that, and I also found a pamphlet that Creative Memories had made about making memory books for people with Alzheimer's. And from these two things, I kind of started to come up with a way that I could use um, my love of photos and of memories to solve an issue. And so for my silver award, I made a memory book for someone whose father had been diagnosed with Alzheimer's. And so after seeing the impact that this had on him, when it came time for me to start my gold award, I kind of already had an idea of what I wanted to do. Um, So I basically took that 
concept and just expanded on it and built on it. And my goal is to just reach the as big of an audience as I can. Okay, wonderful. Well, that's that's great um, that you developed something for someone else and then it launched into this. Can you tell us, you know, what you know, what are your specific goals for for the the book as a whole? I mean, I believe that this is such a useful tool, and I've seen the effect that it can have on Alzheimer's patients, and so. Um, ultimately, I would love to start seeing people make these books, but for for now, my goal is to simply make this information accessible to as many people as I can, and that's why I was so excited to do this interview because I never would have thought that I could reach this wide of an audience and to get this information into so many people, to so many people, so... Well, that's that's wonderful. Um, when you when you decided to do this book, you know, and pick it kind of for your gold award project, what kind of response did you get from from your troop leaders? Uh, my mom is actually my troop leader, so she is the one who helped me develop this um, project back when I did my silver award. And so she has been behind me every step of the way and she's helped me kind of develop. I came up with kind of the basic idea, but she's been really helpful in developing it into a full full blown project. And so it's, she's been very supportive. Okay. Wonderful. And um, what about other, other um, girls in your, in your troop? Have they made any comments on what you're doing or, or is, has it not been shared or I'm not quite sure how it all works anymore. I was a Girl Scout way long ago Mm -hmm. and I'm sure things have changed since then. Well, I have shared it with the other girls in my troop because they have been working on theirs too. So we've kind of, been helping each other along the process. Um, Mine has been, it hasn't been as much of a team effort because it has been a lot of interviews like this, just talking one-on-one with people and uh, taking my brochures that I made into different locations. But they have, they were very impressed. My project is a lot larger scale than some of the other projects. And so they have been very impressed with how, um, how big of a reach I have had. Okay, wonderful. Can you explain um, in detail, you know, the what the identity book is and, um, you know, how somebody would go about getting one and putting one together? Well, an identity book is basically just a collection of photos and captions and per- maybe some small embellishments. Um, and it's meant to be used as a resource throughout all stages of the disease. Um, in the earlier stages, uh, it can help to trigger some memories. A friend of mine, the woman who I made my Silver Award book for, told me how when her father first looked through his book, he began to reminisce and he began to tell stories about the people and the events in the pictures, and these were things that for all they knew, he had forgotten. And so she um, was very thankful for that. And then in the later stages, um, when some of the memories begin to kind of become out of reach, 
this is when it truly becomes an identity book, and this is where I got the name of it from, because um, a friend of my mom, she made one for her father, and he carried it everywhere he went. And so whenever he met somebody new, he would hand the book to them because he knew that that was him. And even though he was no longer able to tell people who he was, the book was able to do it for him. And then also um, something that I hadn't even thought about until I talked to the woman who received the Silver Award book, and she said that it was an amazing legacy, and their family kept it on their coffee table, and so whenever the grandchildren came, they were able to look at it and kind of have an opportunity to meet their grandfather that they never really had the opportunity to meet. And so that that's basically the purpose of the identity book. And okay. I have kind of I have kind of divided the process into four steps. Um the first step is just kind of collecting all of the things that go into the book, all of the photos and all of the information. And um on my website I've, I've actually posted in the resource tab I have kind of a questionnaire which will guide you through kind of what goes into a book and the different photos to include and all of the different information. And then after you have everything together, it's a matter of formatting and organizing the book and putting it all into an order which makes sense. Um, And it's all about grouping the photos correctly um, in a logical order so that um, they can make associations between different photos and then once it's all put um, and then the next step is to put it all together and a way that will last through the um, through the year so that it it will last for years to come and um, the final step that I talked about with actually presenting it to the uh, to your loved one and it's important to present it as early as possible and to get this process started as early in as early after the diagnosis as possible so that it can kind of serve its purpose throughout the progression of the disease which which makes a lot of sense um have you um i I don't know if there's any memory cafes in your area, but this is something that they might be really interested in um Are you familiar with memory cafes at all? I have not seen heard about any memory cafes in our area. The only reason I am familiar with it is because you brought it up and I went and looked at it and it's an amazing, I've done some research on it and I believe it's an amazing um, resource and I I would love to have this information placed there and for those people to to use. Mm-hmm. Well, what I can do is um, I think if the if the PDF of you know, this is me, um, the Alzheimer's Identity Book. If it's not too large, I should be able to upload this um, every now and then. Sometimes they're just too big, and, and I haven't been able to figure out how to make them smaller in terms of size without cutting stuff out. Um, I should be able to, I think, uh, download this or and so that people can actually upload it um, 
from our Memory Cafe section because I really think that this would be a, a a wonderful, wonderful resource tool for them to be able to have and use. And for our listeners who don't know what a Memory Cafe is, it's a social support gathering. I don't even like to call it a support group because it, it really is a gathering of friends and people walk in the door, strangers, and walk out um, in a very tight community. Um, and it's for people with early memory loss and their care partners um, to be able to gather with like-minded people that are going through similar situations and um, basically the disease comes second and the relationships come first but they're always looking for tools and different things that they can use so I will definitely be bringing this um, up and I'll add this to our newsletter for um, Arthur's uh, Memory Cafe we have three different groups and I just uh, helped launch two others um, this week in Minnesota, and there's a couple others, and I'll send this out to to them as well because I I just think that this is such a a fabulous tool um, that I think people will really be interested in um, in learning more about. Um, the other thing you might want to do is, and I don't know, maybe you already have. Have you talked with your local Alzheimer's Association? I have. I. We actually, I came across it in kind of an interesting way. I took some of my brochures to the Girl Scout service unit meeting, and mm-hmm. one of the ladies that was there that took the brochures actually is affiliated with the local Alzheimer's Association. So she, I received an email from her later on saying that she was looking forward to passing the information on to the local Alzheimer's Association. So, Wonderful. Because I'm thinking, you know, they might even be interested, uh, and I don't know if you'd be interested in this, but they might even be interested in having you come and speak at one of their conferences at a breakout session. Um, you know, to me, it would be an ideal way, um, you know, because they're always looking on how to engage the community, and you're a perfect example of, you know, how youth was engaged. Um, in this pro you know in dementia to to help shift our culture and and that's pretty cool um so you know and again i don't know if you want to do any public speaking or not but that might be that might be something to consider um because i i do think that people would be really interested in um just ha- they're always looking for just another form of you know what do, how, how can i how can i help um, because people get they get scared and they're not sure what to do, and and this gives them something physical that they can do, um, and it can be engaging if someone's early and early enough in the in the disease, um, and if they're further along, that's okay too. It's still it'll keep them busy, um, keep them purposeful, and then give them something to reminisce about. And I was listening to. The, the radio the other day and they said that there was a survey done asking people what brings them the most joy and I, I believe the statistic was 64% of the response people said reminiscing and you know the you know, this is me um, identity book um, really can be used so beautifully for reminiscing and um, carrying on those conversations. Wouldn't you agree? 
I completely agree. And photos have been such an important part of my life that I have no trouble believing that they, that reminiscing and um, just looking at photos bring people so much joy because that's, I would probably say the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, you know, it's something that we overlook, and I'm not quite sure why. Um, and maybe it's because it's so simple. Um, you know, kind of like music has such a big impact on people, um, but we take it for granted. And, and maybe that's our problem. We just get a little too comfortable uh, and take things for granted. So um, I'm going to pull your mom in, Evelyn, if that's okay. And okay. um, and I just want to ask her a couple of questions here, too. I think we've got Peggy on the line here. Peggy, are you there? I'm here. Well, you must be awfully, awfully proud of your little gal. I am. I am. So I've, this just, is, I've seen her grow so, so much in the last year or so. Yeah, I can I can only imagine. I mean, it's pretty phenomenal um what she's pulled together um in the detail in which she's done it. And uh, you know, her I mean, even her logo looks so professional. And you know, the way she's set up her this PDF that talks about how to how to set it up and and you see um pictures of you know, how she's designed the book and laid it out and she's just done an extraordinary job this is really really well done and um I, you know i thank you for for um, not only being her mom um but also her leader you know um for this project uh for girl scouts because it's uh, you know, we need as much help as we can. We're always looking at ways to um, engage the youth. You know, we'd love to be able to, or I would love to be able to see along with several others. Um, and I don't know how we'd even go about doing this, but um, to see, is there? do you think there's ever a way we could get maybe a dementia badge for Girl Scouts at all? Is that something that would even be possible? It's definitely possible. You know, councils have their own badges. So, mm-hmm. you know, the Girl Scouts of Greater Atlanta, Evelyn's put that down on a list to look into it. You know, is, is mm-hmm. there something that can be done? Or is there a local patch somewhere else that, mm-hmm. you know, can be, the information can be distributed and anybody can work on it? Um, there's there's so much that can be done. You know, as as she graduates this year, I, I'm planning on getting more involved in Girl Scouts at a, you know, a council level, you know, being mm-hmm. a gold award committee person for other girls that are going on to earn. Since I won't have my own troop keeping me so busy anymore, I'll want to branch out to to do some other uh-huh. things. Yeah, because we, 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 I, I, there's been a lot of talk and there, there have been others who have done some projects as well, both when Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts, um, but we haven't been able to figure out how to crack the nut to really, <laughs> to really move forward. Um, with it on a on a national level and um and I just think it's so powerful you know there's the purple angel uh global symbol um that you know could be utilized as well um you know different types of training i mean it, it's kind of endless and then projects like like Evelyn have done it's 
it would just be incredible um, to be able to raise more awareness and you know I love I, I love so much what what Evelyn's done because you know it taps that creativity um, and yet it's so compassionate and it's so it's it's such a useful useful product um, and process that she's designed. Well, and I I like it can be such a valuable family activity for the family that's dealing with with Alzheimer's, you know, to to gather and put the pages together, to have the kids being contributors to that book, and everybody works on it together, and it's it's a, such a rough time. And Eve, Evelyn is probably not that aware. Um, her my grandmother did have Alzheimer's, but she died before Evelyn was born, before I was even married, so Evelyn didn't know her. Um, and I and I do remember those days, and it's confusing for a child to see what's happening, their grandparents. Yep. So to to be involved and to be able to sit with a book and talk about their grandparents' life, and I just think it's a it's a great thing for everyone involved. It it really it really is. This is. Um... You know, it's just it's a it's a great great project, and I again I can't thank you enough for um, supporting her on this, and it'll be interesting to watch um, as it progresses. You know where it goes. So, um, Evelyn, what what are your thoughts? Do you think that there would um, ever be a um, a need or a desire to have kind of a dementia badge? Would you see that as something of of interest that that others might might like? I believe that there there is um, potential for that. I think that it would be an amazing thing to do. I remember when we were brownies, we um, we brought in a, someone who was blind, and we brought in um, we we brought in several people to talk about just their their life struggles and how they dealt with them. And so I think that that kind of fix, fits into that area, just learning about other people and um, just learning how other people go through life and um, how to help them. And so I think that there, um, I think that a dementia badge would be a, a great tool to use for, for even for younger Girl Scouts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's I I and it it affects so many people. Um in talking with, you know, your friends and and um uh, fellow girl scouters, are there very many that you that you're aware of that have been affected by this disease? I know I know several people whose grandparents did have Alzheimer's. Um mm-hmm. I have not really been affected personally. I nobody that was really close to me um mm-hmm. has really talked about it, but I have heard about it. Okay. As I've shared well, her project with people, there's there's been so many of my friends that have said, "Oh, you know, my mother-in-law is in the early stages. Can I get a copy?" Um so it's everywhere. You just don't they don't come out and say it until you say this is what's happening and you find out very, that it's touching so many people around you. Yeah, it's that's very, very true. Um, there are so many more people um, 
touched by it than than we even imagine because there like you said there's just not the comfort level um to to speak out and say yeah that's that's in our life and it's really sad that um people don't feel comfortable um being able to talk about it and so I, again i think this book is just one of those things that can really help people in terms of what it is um they're going to do and and how how are they going to move forward with these things um plus uh like you i think evelyn had said it's a great great legacy piece um you know i wish we would have done something like this with my own mom you would have thought i would have thought of something like that and, and i didn't you know, I was busy doing a lot of other things, um, but this this is a, a really cool, cool tool um, for people to be able to to utilize. And, um, and, and, you know, and it's something that they can do themselves um, if they, you know, if they so choose. You've, you've stepped that out really beautifully. Um, have you ever thought about producing these for people and kind of being the coordinator? Um of the of the projects, I actually I have thought about it. Um, I've thought about like once I'm in college or even after college, uh, actually going back and doing kind of what I did for Silverwood and making these for people. And I know people are so busy and might not have time to actually themselves. So I would love to work with people um, to actually go through the project uh, through the process because I enjoyed it so much when I did my silver award project. Mhm. Well, that would be that would be a a really neat thing to be able to see um take place cuz I I could see where that would be very beneficial for people, very beneficial for people. So, well, I uh I I can't thank you enough, Evelyn, for the for the work that you've done. Is there anything else that you want to talk about um with your project that I've missed at all? that you'd like to cover with our audience? Um, I I think we've covered most of it. I, I would like to share kind of where they can find this information. Um, I've been talking about my brochure, and I have distributed, distributed um, about 400 copies locally. However, I've also made it available online, and I believe, Lori, I believe you've posted uh, the link to this website um, in kind of the intro for this interview. Yep. Um, but will it will it also be posted um, along with this uh, webcast or the radio show? Yep. 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 It it will be um, if it's not there already. And I thought I had put it on there. Um, yep. I have your website listed um, with uh, with the radio show, so it it will be there. And I'm gonna. Um, in fact, I'm trying right now to get it listed on our Memory Cafe page. And then I don't know if I sent you information or not um, to to go into and add this into our resource directory. Um, but you could list it there as well. And um, do you remember if I sent you that information or not? Yes, you did. And I believe okay. I have already done it. I will go back and double check, but I believe it okay. is already there. Okay, because I I can't keep up with all the entries in there, so it's better better to ask. If if not, just let me know and I can resend that because um, 
that would be a wonderful uh, place. And this is a, you know, you could probably list it in a couple of different spots from um, under books um, to even um, art projects and engaging people. So there's probably a few different places in that resource directory because you never know what people are, are going to be looking for. Um, now, your website, um, do you want to tell people the, the name of your website? Uh, my website, the web address is this is me, a l v at we, or dot weebly dot com, and okay. basically it, it has a copy of the brochure and it also has a couple pictures of like examples of identity books and it has a questionnaire to kind of guide you through what to include in, in an identity book, and it also has a place where you can contact me personally if you have any other questions or comments about my project. Okay, wonderful. Well, again, Evelyn, I can't thank you enough for all the work that you've done. I mean, it just it's really going to make a significant difference in a lot of people's lives, and it'll be fun to watch where all this goes and, and where you end up. When you finish high school, do you have any idea of what you want to, what you want to be when you grow up and what you want to do? I'm actually, it's kind of a far cry from what I'm doing now, but I'm interested in studying interior design and architecture. Um, okay. And looking at several different universities um, across basically the eastern half of the United States. And so um, that's about as far as I've gotten in my future planning. Okay. Well, that's exciting, so it is. though. The college application process has just started, so she's starting to fill those out. Wonderful. Well, I wish you absolutely the best of luck, and I so appreciate you um, sharing this information with our audience. Again, you can get more information at going to um, her Evelyn's website, which is www.thisismealz.com. Weebly, and that's W-E-E-B-L-Y dot com. Or you can email her at thisisme dot A-L-Z at gmail dot com. And Evelyn would be more than glad to uh, to talk with you. And Peggy, again, thank you so much for um, supporting your daughter on this project. It, it really is going to make a big difference in a lot of people's lives. So I thank and you thank both you for, for having her on today. Yeah, this was this was fantastic. And if I can ever be of assistance in the future, please don't hesitate to hesitate to give me a holler. Okay. You. All right. Thank you. Okay. Thank you so much for helping me spread the word. Not a problem. You guys have a wonderful weekend, okay? Thanks. You too. Okay. You too. Bye now. Um, before I wrap up the show, <clears throat> I'm just going to go ahead and uh, give some highlights that might be of interest to you. Um, our last radio show was on Fuel for Thought, and it's a co- it's a new coconut oil drink, and it was really a very interesting conversation. We're doing a lot of extra shows. Typically, you know, Alzheimer's Speaks is every Tuesday morning at uh, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, but because it's World Alzheimer's Month, we've been doing some additional shows here 
And uh, so that might be one that you want to want to listen in on. Um, there's been some fabulous results uh, with this, and it's uh, in a new study uh, with the Bird Institute. And um, yeah, it'll be something something to watch for. It has less calories, and it's more potent, and it's all natural. And uh, again, it's called Fuel for Thought. On Monday, we're going to be lucky enough to have Mark Wartman, the Executive Director of Alzheimer's Disease International, with us. And he's going to be talking about new research about how to reduce your possibility of getting dementia. And then on the 23rd, which is Tuesday, we're going to be doing a two-hour special talking about keeping safe in today's world with dementia. We're going to be focusing on Project Lifesaver. And so I would really encourage our audience to join in on our conversation uh, for that show. I think it's going to be uh really eye-opening in terms of if you want to call it wandering, eloping, exploring, but when somebody goes missing, what do you do and how do you avoid uh, how do you avoid that situation to begin with? And then on Tuesday we'll also be having our dementia chats webinars where you can speak to those who have dementia, ask your questions, get their insights so powerful. We do these twice a month on the second and the fourth uh Tuesday of each month and I you know, I've been dealing with dementia for thirty years but I learn something new every single time from these people. Absolutely fascinating. Our last dementia chats, we talked about typical phrases we use, and one is one is something that I have used a lot: living well with dementia. And uh, they told me they don't really like that phrase anymore um, because as the disease progresses, for some people it gets more frustrating. There, it's more difficult for them to find ways to adapt. And so they don't always feel like they're living well. And so um, from now on, I will be titling that Living with Dementia instead of Living uh, Well uh, to respect uh, to respect their requests and insights on that. Um, if you have a product, service, or tool, I would invite you to join our resource directory. It's free for anyone who is uh, has a product tool or service um, dealing with dementia or caregiving. And uh, you just contact me and I'll get you directions. Um, and then the public can go ahead and mine that information from our site. We are doing that totally word of mouth. Um, I don't believe it's up to me to post all of the the information that's out there i don't i really don't think one organization or one person can do it or do it well and so i built the site to be a collaborative resource where again um i really believe that we need to share information um on the blog we've got some great videos um one is with greg o'brien and his battle against time he is a veteran journalist who has been dealing with the disease for about six years and documenting it he has written a book um regarding uh, his journey and i'll be posting in fact i have to post uh, yet today another one of uh the news features. Here, there were four of them done on him. There was also a great um, news feature CNN 
uh, did on driving in dementia with with our friend Sandy Helperin, um, and that was absolutely fabulous. Along with that blog post and that video, I also put a link to a radio show that we did that was a two-hour um, special on driving, where we talked with people that had dementia. We talked with insurance experts, uh, an ex-state trooper, um, really, and a doctor, and had a, just a really insightful conversation on how people deal with this and some of the frustrations. Uh, our intern, Michelle, did a beautiful uh, post on the treasure of letters and the importance of that. I also posted an interview that I did with uh, Sue Zawaki of Aging Info uh, Radio, and Mara Botanis was also on that. I think that might be of interest to some of you. And then the last one I'm going to mention was, um, you know, my mom died in February, and, you know, this has been a really long journey, and, you know, you kind of think you're over the hump, and and then something new triggers again, and so I did a post called Learning to Say Goodbye, and this one really has to do with family belongings and um, just moving on, and and how do you do that, Um, or how did we do that? Um, Was it done well or not? I'm not quite sure, but... (laughs) But we're we're moving through it, and I just thought that I would share that moment with you. Again, um, if you are interested in being part of the Purple Angel Project, please go to alzheimerspeaks.com, visit our About page, um, and you will be able to download the... Um, uh, the symbol, uh, the new global symbol for dementia, and be able to use that. If you're looking for an Alzheimer's association anywhere in the world, go to alzheimersdisease.com, and you will not only be able to find those locations, but you'll get great information um, on on what's going on on a global level, and it's quite fascinating. Things are changing quickly, and countries are really coming together to work uh, for some holistic approaches check out alzheimer's disease uh, or alzheimer's research and prevention foundation Uh, there you'll find information on food and diet exercise meditation Um, they do a lot of free educational uh, information and um, they also do a lot of little contests if you're into contests uh, if you're dealing with Lewy body, uh, check out that national association. Same with the frontal temporal lobe. These are very distinct types of dementias with different symptoms, and you will find support there. Also on Facebook, you'll find different groups um, like Forget Me Not or memory people that deal with all types of dementia. But Lewy body and the frontal temporal lobe and also the National Aphasia Association um, have their own um, sites as well on Facebook where you can engage with others um, who will understand what it is you're going through. I want to give a shout-out uh, last to uh, Guyana Homes. I'm going to be doing a fundraiser for them November 7th, I believe it is, and I'm really excited uh, to be working with them on that. They do a, a fantastic job, small group home here in in Minnesota. And then in October, I'm going to be going out to Phoebe Ministries. They're having a, a great um, program on becoming dementia-friendly, and that's out in uh, out in. Uh, 
uh, Pennsylvania in Allentown. And again, Phoebe Ministries, you can find them on Facebook, you can Google them, uh, or you can go on our homepage as well and find information if you're interested in partaking. They're going to have some great speakers, uh, and uh, I'll be lucky to share the platform with them. Once again, if you are interested in This Is Me, the Alzheimer's Identity Book, please uh, feel free to reach out to Evelyn Jackson. Um, She is a Girl Scout and did this project for her Gold Award. Her website is www.thisismealz.weeblyy.com. Have a blessed weekend, and we will talk to you with another special show on Monday. Bye now. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show. We are the North Star that guides you through the complicated journey of senior care with trusted experts in money, law, living solutions, and more. So join us on this station, your favorite podcast channel, or just go to AnswersForElders.com. Meet the Way Showers who will help your journey go a lot easier.